6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Well, thanks for joining me this afternoon and never a boring day in Alberta politics. And today is proving that once again, days after Premier Kenny and some of his inner circle dined and appeared to break social distancing rules on the so-called Sky Palace patio last week, the Premier apologized, saying while he thought they were in compliance of the rules, it was clear at times they weren't, and he's sorry for letting Albertans down. I thought it was prudent and compliant with the rules to do this outside, but it's clear that at some points in that evening we were not all uh, distanced from one another by two metres, uh, and I truly regret that. I take full responsibility for this. I invited my colleagues there. Um, I uh, was uh, of the clear view that we were complying with the open for summer rules, but uh, it is clear that uh, some of us were not distanced the whole night, and I have to take responsibility for that. Uh, we have to we have to set a higher example, a higher threshold of conduct, and so I want uh, sincerely to apologize uh, to my colleagues and to Albertans uh, for letting you down, uh, for not uh, being more careful. Uh, to scrupulously follow uh, every aspect of the public health guidelines that we expect of everyone. I apologize for letting you down. Let me know what you think at 780-496-0063. Now, the apology comes after two of his cabinet ministers spoke out about the dinner. Leela here, the Minister of Culture, Multiculturalism and Status of Women, and the Minister of Community and Social Services said they were disappointed and frustrated by the pictures. They called on the Premier to apologize. And you know what? It didn't end there today. Just a short time ago, in a strongly worded statement, uh, former Wild Rose Party leader uh, Brian Jean says the Premier should resign for the good of the UCP and the good of Alberta. Jean says the Premier took another relatively minor issue, turned it into a political crisis, and he goes on to say the party fights too much and has an attitude problem. Lori Williams is a political science professor at Mount Royal University. Hi, Lori. Thanks for joining us again today. Good to be with you, Jalen. Never a dull moment. My goodness. Wasn't necessarily expecting this today. Your thoughts first on the apology. Well, it was an apology, especially, first of all, it was an apology that was given uh, at the end of a press conference about equalization, uh, peppered generously with uh, criticisms of Ottawa. Um, which I think essentially was meant to be a distraction te technique. Uh, and then in the apology, we're seeing the same kind of, I don't know, ambivalence or even contradiction mm. that has happened uh, throughout the, the pandemic, frankly, and well, actually before that as well, but particularly been noteworthy, where what the standards are and what Albertans should be doing was not particularly clear, uh, to the point where he was he was asked twice by one reporter about whether he was actually or had been engaging for days in gaslighting Albertans, mm -hmm. uh, saying that what they they saw was not what they'd actually done. So, I mean, the fact that there's an apology is is noteworthy. Uh, the fact he's saying I'm sorry and I'm taking responsibility personally for what happened is uh, I think a first so far in his government, and that I think marks something that is worthy of note. You know, interesting to, to see how this um, kept bubbling over the past number of days, you know, from the, the moment the photos came out and then we then we saw more and more people speak out. Then we had two cabinet ministers, you know, add their voices to this. Now, when we talk about discourse in this party over the past number of months, uh, more and more uh, seemingly it had been from the um, backbenchers, from, um, you know, certainly not cabinet members, uh, ministers. No. 
what do you make of that? Was was the apology in part to quell um, a dust up that could have been coming inside of his cabinet? I don't think there's any question about that. And again, the, the same reporter who, who was saying that the Premier was telling people not to believe what they were seeing basically said the only reason he was apologizing was he, because he was facing a revolt from within his own cabinet. And this starts with Lila here, mm-hmm. historically a very moderate and loyal uh, supporter of, of Jason Kenney. What's striking to me is that she had to go onto Facebook to get that message out to the Premier. She clearly was not either having access to or, or being effective in her communication with the Premier for nearly a week after this, this happened. And that, I think, is quite quite striking. It, it seems to reinforce the image that, or the impression or the, the, the narrative that we're hearing persistently that the government is being run by uh, a small inner cabinet, or if indeed many of them are elected officials, they're running the show and they're not communicating with the people that have been elected or the people that are even, even have been appointed not only to cabinet, to be deputy premier of the province. Laurie, also today, Richard Gottfried, the MLA for Calgary Fish Creek, uh, resigned as the UCP Calgary caucus chair in a statement. Um, he Again, it goes back to the, the photo, the, the patio, saying since the start of the pandemic, he had been vocal and outspoken both internally in caucus and in the community around the importance of leading by example, avoiding hypocrisy. None of us have been perfect, but you rightly hold us to a higher standard, he says. That's of the electorate. Or at a minimum, to the rules we set out for others. Um, he's calling on all elected officials to show leadership. Um, it's not good days for for the for Premier Kenny, is it? Not good months. <laughs> it's been over a year, um, you know, 16 months that he a number he himself uh, quoted many times today, and for much of that time, although he'll, he will hearken repeatedly back to the beginning of the pandemic when we were ahead with respect to PPE and mm. to ventilators and so forth, the reality is that this, this government's leadership has, has caused significant unrest uh, within the party, um, even amongst the party faithful. These aren't just former Wild Rosers or people from former Wild Rose ridings. These are, are people, people from a constituency that you would expect to strongly support the Premier and, and upon whose support he has historically relied. And and again, it's not what happened last Tuesday that's the only problem here. The fact is that this is uh, part of the drip, 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 a, a continuing or, or persistent pattern of behavior, which seems to suggest that that they don't take seriously the lessons of the past. They don't seem to understand what it is that Albertans are looking for, and they don't seem to respond effectively to that. We'll talk about former Wild Rosers and talking about that drip, drip, drip. In a, in a statement today, the, uh, the former leader of the Wild Rose, uh, Brian Jean, uh, put out a, a scathing um, letter to the Premier. Now, he has been critical of the Premier before, but this was really his strongest language. Uh, he, he says in one part the Kenny government has a real how problem. Even when they do things that Albertans overwhelmingly support, they somehow manage to do them in a way that offends and angers the most people possible. This government likes to fight too much. What did you make of that? Well, unfortunately, what he's saying uh, has a lot of, of merit to it. Again, in the press conference today, we uh, had another reporter point out the fact that for days, he, uh, the premier, that is, denied that he had even broken the rules, mm-hmm. um, that there was, there was nothing wrong with what he'd done, and a number of his staff.
staff were sending out attacks on social media against people who were raising questions about what Jason Kenney today acknowledges happened. Um, so it's it's that sort of pattern of attack um, that has, rather than sort of leading by example, encouraging, and so forth, there's been this tendency to, to dismiss or uh, disparage those uh, who criticize the government. And again, it's not effective at, at generating support. Before I let you go, um, yeah, you mentioned uh, at the start of the interview that uh, the apology came after he made this announcement on the equalization referendum, kind of put it at, uh, you know, at the back end uh, of it all. The the equalization referendum, I mean, this, he says, you know, promises made, promises kept. This was something that they campaigned on. Um, but we know that this holds really no teeth whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think it was. It looked to be just another um, opportunity in in the premier's and, and his people's view to um, to sort of point an accusing finger at Ottawa to to sort of focus on the one thing that Albertans often do tend to agree with, and that is their dissatisfaction with the federal government in terms of our our whether we're getting a fair deal in in confederation. To quote the language of the of the Fair Deal panel. This is something that's been a persistent feature of, of Alberta and Albert, uh, Albertans' public opinion. Um, but again, in recent polls, we've seen more support for the federal government and, and Justin Trudeau than for Jason Kenney. Um, so the two things, so one is one, one that it looks like a distraction, uh, and the second that it's, it's even if all Albertans or a majority of Albertans agree that this is something that ought to be done, the Premier isn't in a position to do anything about it. Um, he's claiming that uh, uh, a decision by the Supreme Court of Canada that forces the federal government to negotiate. I'm not even, frankly, con- uh, convinced that he's interpreting that hmm. um, that decision. The decision actually said there was an obligation on the part of Canada, not just the federal government, but other provinces, to negotiate in good faith. Um, but it's it simply it opens a negotiation about something that the rest of Canada is clearly aware of already. So one has to wonder whether the expenditure um, of money, that, and there will be a significant expense involved, on a question we already know the answer to adds anything to the, to the discussion. Laurie Williams, always appreciate your time. Thanks for joining me this afternoon. Thank you, Jalen. Take care. Professor of Political Science at Mount Royal University, Laurie Williams, checking in. Uh, We'll take a quick pause here on the other side. More on that referendum that was announced just a couple of hours ago.